Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to join me, Ms. Jennifer Lewis, on the Fireflies Unite podcast. It is truly a pleasure to have you. I appreciate you again for taking time out of your day to speak with me. The mission you know, of the podcast is to bring light into darkness, just like the fireflies. So I say that Beyonce has her beehive, Kia has her fireflies. <laughs> and by, <laughs> by just simply sharing the stories of people within communities of colors who are thriving with a mental illness, you know, I believe that we all carry a light within us, even during the darkest moments of our lives. And by having the conversation about mental health, we really help to dismantle the stigma and bring light into it. Um, so how are you? I'm doing very well today, and I'm very happy to speak to you because nothing is more important than mental health. If we don't have it, then we don't have anything, not only mental health, but health for sure. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, um, since, you know, I am a suicide survivor, and this podcast was really birthed out of that place because I realized that, you know, being ashamed and not talking about it was doing so much damage and truly killing me on the inside. And I was diagnosed with major depressive disorder and generalized anxiety disorder. And I felt that I had to keep this part of my life to myself, even though I struggled with suicidal thoughts since I was a child. Um, in fact, two and a half years ago, I was forced out of my home by the police um, because of my suicide attempt, and I was um, went into the psychiatric unit. I never thought that I would have any type of experience like that because prior to my diagnosis, you know, I had this stigma. I thought that, oh, I'm too educated. I have this degree from Howard University and Georgetown University, and I remember telling one of the um, workers in the psychiatric unit, I don't belong here. People like me don't come here. And she said, mm -hmm. what do you mean? And she said, you know, people that are highly educated and successful, she said, they get sick too. You know, the brain is an organ just like any other part of the body. And Absolutely. because of that experience, it forced me to become educated about mental illness and use my um, experience in media and communications to really talk about mental health in the Black community. No, I want to commend you for the work that you're doing. There are so many people in the world that have had your experience and did not come back and give back the way you are. So I want to commend you for your work. Oh, thank you so much. It, it is truly an honor to be able to be essentially in my family just alone a trailblazer because now my mom is seeking therapy and people in my circle friends now they're like okay yeah you know I tell them all the time you don't have to have a mental illness to go to therapy everyone has mental health just like they have physical health absolutely I recommend that people uh, look in the mirror and admit if there is truly something wrong something going on with you that you don't quite understand, you're depressed at night, you're manic in the day, manic at night, depressed in the day. It doesn't matter. If you feel you need help, please get help. Bipolar disorder can become dangerous. The mania is dangerous. The depression is exhausting. So life does not have to be that hard. Being grateful for there being help in the world for you. Absolutely, absolutely. And you know what's so important? Um, one of the reasons why I really wanted to speak with you on the podcast is to to get a different perspective because so many people, they look at celebrities and they think that because you're famous and you have money, 
all your problems magically go away. And so I thought it was really important to have someone of your stature to be able to really speak against that and show that fame or fortune, it doesn't exempt you from, you know, from struggles. Well, the taboo has to be lifted. The um, There's too many uh, people that, uh, you know, they use the word, oh, girl, you're so bipolar and that sort of thing. Uh, I made a speech the other morning about how it's just not funny anymore and people need to stop laughing because it is a life and death situation. You know, I was diagnosed with bipolar disorder and I, of course, did not want to accept that. Uh, you know, I was like, oh, I'm the great Jennifer Lewis. There's nothing wrong with me. Well, there was something wrong with me. And I say to everyone, keep good friends around you so that they will recognize and reach out to you when they feel that something is not right. Uh, everything from depression to mania to uh, speeding in a car. Um, you, you, people have to understand, and I always say it very boldly, you have to understand that you could kill people out in the streets with car accidents. And you'll wake up and your entire life will be ruined because of something you did while having an episode. So it's very important to seek help. One of the things that can really help with that, if we start talking about mental health growing up, like we want to talk, like our parents want to talk to us about sex and, you know, they frame it as the birds and the bees, but, you know, it will be really important if we can implement mental health, just even in the school systems. And just recently, uh, New York City has um, done that, and I think I truly commend them because it's really important when children are losing their lives. I had a cousin, he unfortunately um, hung himself at 14 years old, and this year he would have been turning 18. And so it shows the significance, you know, of it. And so with you, was mental health something that was talked about when you were growing up as a child? Oh, absolutely not. In my day, no one knew what it was. I mean, I was just running around as crazy Jenny, you know. But I say to people, you know, what sustained me was the fact that I wanted to be well. I wanted on my face what I put on everybody else's face, which was laughter and a smile. You know, you look at celebrities, you look at a Robin Williams, you look at... um Many of the celebrities who've killed themselves or overdosed because they didn't know what to do with the mental illness. It is not uh, something that you can fix uh, alone. It is a chemical imbalance in the brain. And I am grateful that they have medication now to help. Uh, talk therapy can help. The work has to be done. And unfortunately, no one can save you. They just mm. can't. You have to save yourself. Um, you have to go down deep to the root of what is going on with you. You can't, you pull it out like a weed, it will grow back. You skip mm. out of the house and say, there's nothing wrong with me. Well, there's nothing wrong with you until you're pulled over for speeding or not paying attention out in the world. Raging, rage is a huge part of it. You know, it's the emotions are extreme extreme emotions, you know, the rage is out of control, the uh, acting out is out of control, and um, I'm just grateful that they have something. You know, it's uh, bipolar disorder, mental illness is like any other disease, mm -hmm. you know, cancer, there's nothing to be ashamed of, you know. Right. We all have problems. We all have something going on. 
It is us who, we have to be brave. You have to be brave and courageous and want to live. You have to ask yourself that. Do I want to live or die? Or for that matter, what I told Oprah in 2006, to be alive and living. There are people, yeah, they're breathing, but they're the walking dead. Yes. And you know what? It's something that I actually talked about briefly on last week's episode. And I talked about how I could no longer, what was working for me before, it was not working. That's why I had the breakdown. That's why I, I attempted the suicide. Well, you know, two, two, things, two things that make people change because we are habitual creatures. A human being has to be diagnosed with a, a, a deadly disease and then they wake up or they just have to get sick and tired of being sick and tired. And that you know, is the it, truth. You just have to get tired of the same habits, the same uh, routine in life, hurting yourself over and over again. There's no honor in that, you see. There's no honor in that. In knowing that there's help you can receive and not reach out to it. I know those three words are the most difficult words. I need help. Well, mm -hmm. if you want to live, you're going to have to look in the mirror and say those words. I need help. And do everything, however and whatever it takes. Yeah, I need help. That's a huge one, especially for, you know, Black people, uh, Black women, especially, you know, we want to wear this superwoman cape and try to do all, all of these things. And it's like, I had to tell myself, you know, I'm so grateful for my support system. But what I also had to do is only but so much that the people around me, they can love me and they can support me, but they can't do the work for me. I go to therapy week after week to do the work. I take my medication as prescribed. I see the psych psychiatrist every two months. It's because I know it's what I have to do. If and you know, here's the thing. We have to reach out for each other. Life is not easy. I just gave my nephew a book last night titled The Road Less Traveled, hoping that something in that book will reach out and, 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 and help. You have to read. You have to listen. You have to go to the internet. Get the, the information. Make yourself understand what is going on with you. Sit with yourself. Meditate. Do whatever, however and whatever it takes to pursue happiness. You know, I never thought I'd be walking around quoting the Constitution. The pursuit of happiness, that is your God-given right, your mm. birth-given right to be happy on this planet. We were not, we were not created to suffer. I don't even know how to explain it, but all I can tell you is that you don't have to be in pain every day of your life, confusion and be confused every day of your life. The sun is shining, but for me, 33 years, it was dark. I told Oprah that. You live in this state of depression. You feel as if you're walking through mud, and then all of a sudden you wake up and, 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 and you've done something really, really terrible because you weren't present, and you've hurt the people that are around you, and it's not fair. It's not fair that, okay, you can walk around and say, oh, well, it's not fair I got sick. Well, you are sick. question is now, what are you going to do about it? What are you going to do? What are you prepared to do in order to have a good life, to honor and respect those people that are around you, that love you? And I tell people life is not a rehearsal. This is not a rehearsal, and it's not a joke. 
This is real stuff. We're living in a real world, a beautiful world, filled with nature and promise and hope. So yes, there is beauty. There is happiness. And we, as human beings, it is our birthright to be happy on this planet, to live well, to be well, to, pro to prosper and love and be kind. When you are on your deathbed, you're not going to be thinking about all the the bullshit that went on. You're going to be thinking about who you loved and who loved you. Mm -hmm. So live now. Stay in the moment. Stop living in the past. Yes, go back there and get that pain because until you do, it lives in you. But wow, go forward beauty. in life. Be in the moment of life. Do your best. Leave the rest. Love yourself so that love will not be a stranger when it comes. The elevator to success is broken. Take the stairs. These are the things that, that got me through. I found myself saying in my garden when I thought about retiring for, from show business. Not even me can stop me. It is in our nature to evolve and go forward and do better in life and fight for your life. Do what it takes with your soul because I assure you it is your soul. You are the master of your own universe. Believe that. No knight in shining armor is coming. There's no rescuer descending from the clouds to bring you out of that dark room. What are you doing? Eating yourself to death, drinking yourself to death, smoking so much weed you don't have motivation. What are you doing with your life? What are you doing with this day? And for that matter, this hour. A young journalist asked me, she said, Mrs. Lewis, I heard you say you've touched bliss. I said, oh, yes, baby, I have. She said, well, how did that happen? And it was the day I looked in the mirror and took responsibility for every choice I had made, was going to make, and was making at that moment. We have to stay in the moment of life and take responsibility for our choices. And I assure you, there are only two emotions. One feels good and one feels bad. So choose. Easier said than done, yes. But know that it is you that choose. Somebody said, oh, Jennifer, you're the chosen one. No, I'm not the chosen one. I chose. Mm. Ooh, I'm over here tearing just because it, it's, it's so important that people understand the value of one taking responsibility because I could have very well chose to stay a victim and say, well, my dad, you know, has a substance use disorder and I watch my mom be verbally and physically abused. Well, yes, that is very true, but I have to do something about it. Yes, it hurt me. Yes, it has been bothering me for over 12 years. But at some point I had to say to Kia, you have to do something about how this is making yeah, you, you feel. You have to, absolutely. You have to say enough. That's enough. And that's what I was talking about. Uh, we have to get just sick and tired of being sick and tired and change our behavior. You know, do you make a pie with the same ingredients that you made and the pie was nasty? It's going to be nasty again. Mm -hmm. Choose a different spice. Reach up into that river of thought. Because they're all floating around. I love that expression when somebody says, if you don't live your life, somebody else will live it for you. No, you make the choice. It is a choice. You know, you wake up in the morning, you spend two hours on your makeup. Well, spend five minutes, man.
meditating, planning your day, going to and fro with a smile on your face, anxious and 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 ready to to face the day. What did you do when you finally get to? What did you do with the day? Did you help someone? Did you help yourself? Did you take care of yourself? Did you even care about self care? Mm-hmm. We have one job to do on this planet. Each human being has only one job, and that job is self-care. All my years I've understood now that you can't save anyone else. (laughs) You've got to save yourself so that your arms can be strong when the people you love fall down. You can't fall with them. They can drag you down with them if you let them. That's why I say reach out to people three or four times and then leave them alone until they're ready because nobody's going to do anything until they're ready. You How do you practice self-care? Up. Oh, well, I, I eat well. I eat as best I can. I exercise. I'm about to work out when I'm done with your interview. I work out. I cycle. I racquetball, you know, slower than I used to. I'm 61 now. But you have to move every day. You have to eat well every day. Read, write, journal, take care of yourself, check in. What am I feeling? Not what am I doing, but what am I feeling about what I'm doing? Feelings are the universal language. If a Chinese woman comes to my door and she's pointing and screaming, I'm not going to say, and she's speaking Chinese, I'm not going to say, what do you, what do you mean? We're both going to run and we're going to go down the street and we're both going to lift that truck off her kid. Without exchanging words, feelings are the universal language. And we have to pay attention. Pay attention to what's going on around you. And accept that you, you, this is what your day has brought to you. Now, what are you going to do with it? What are you going to do with who is standing right in front of you? And honey, I assure you, whoever's standing right in front of you is a reflection of you. You want to know who a person is? Look at their friend. You want to know who a person is? Listen to them. You'll know who they are in the first five minutes if you, in fact, are aligned yourself. Mm -hmm. Now, easier said than done. But if you start the day paying attention, get up, eat good food, move your body around, journal, stay in touch with who you are and what you're doing with your life. What are your goals? What are your dreams? It is my dream that sustained me. Even when I was drinking and and depressed in dark rooms, I had a dance class or a voice class to go to because the dream and the passion outweighed the horror. So find a passion and a dream and nothing will stop you. You won't let anything stop you and know that it is only you that can. Mm -hmm. You got Jennifer Lewis walking around saying, not even me can stop me. Well, think a little deeper about that. What does that really mean? We all have alpha inside of us. We all have hope and, and love inside of us. Take time during your day, sit down and meditate and find those, oh, those beautiful things inside of you and let them live, let them grow, nurture them. Nurture the seeds inside of you that you want to see around you, on you. What are you doing with your life? What are you doing? You talked about because I read your amazing book, by the way. Thank you. You talked about, and this is something I wanted you to speak to about when your childhood pastor, you know, molested you. 
What would you say to that woman and even men who have suppressed those feelings about being sexually abused to encourage them to start their healing process? Well, first of all, you've got to tell somebody. And if that person doesn't listen, tell somebody else. And if that person doesn't listen, tell somebody else. I don't care if you're 16 or 69, tell somebody and get that off of you. That's what I say about people who've been molested. Self-care, once again, take care of yourself and tell. Tell the world. Go out in the street and scream his or her name, but get it off of you. Write about it. Sing about it. Dance about it, but get it out of you. I was saying in regards to living and owning your truth, because the moment you start to speak out and you say what it is that has been on your mind that you have been suppressing, how freeing it actually is. And that's what I have truly been learning to do is not allowing someone else's fears or projections about me or any past trauma, allowing it to hold me down. I'm in a space now where I'm truly living in my truth. And that's something that I see you do unapologetically. How is it that you have the courage to do that? Well, you know, I've been an alpha female all my life. I just have. Uh, uh, The mania may have had something to do with it, being, um, you know, hyper all the time. And, you know, delusions of grandeur comes with mania, omnipotent, grandiosity. Everything is extreme. And I've said it over and over again. Bipolar disorder is is exhausting. I want it to live. I want it not to only live, but I want it to be happy. I had a knife to my throat in my apartment in New York in my early 20s. You know, I've lived through a tornado. I've lived through a hurricane. What can I tell you? The choice is to lay down, feel sorry for yourself, or get up. You've got to get up and get out of that room, however and whatever it takes. See, people think that they're going to be happy once they get somewhere. No, my darling. You must be happy on your way to happy. And there's nowhere to run. There's nowhere to run because wherever you run, you will meet yourself when you get there. The work is in the mirror. Who am I and what am I doing with my life? And if you've made some odd decision, ask yourself why. Why do I need to do that? And another thing, this this one always works for me. If I'm thinking negatively about something, you simply say to yourself, choose a better thought. Wherever you are, whatever you're doing, if you find yourself feeling low, choose a better thought. Instead of my son is a mess, my son is doing the best he can. Instead of saying, oh, look at her, she's overweight, look in the mirror and say, what am I doing with myself and how do I have time to criticize her? If I'm walking in self-love and self-care each day, where do you have time to criticize somebody else? Where do you get the balls to criticize somebody else, knowing that you're sick yourself, even if you got time to criticize them? Look in the mirror. Sit down and do the work. Honor. Honor each other. Help each other. Love each other. This is what it's going to count when it all comes out in the wash. And I I assure you, it will come out in the wash. We reap what we sow. We attract to us what we are. So stop pointing the finger. Yes, and you said stop pointing the finger. And it's I always hear the, you know, you have one finger pointing at someone else and three fingers pointing back at you. And mm-hmm. that, you know, that saying is so true because a lot of times we do fall, you know, take become the victim. And I had to tell myself, okay, I can I can be the victim for the moment, but it's like how long am I gonna sit in this 
in this, in this, at some point mm-hmm. I do have to get up. And so I, yeah. you know, I definitely tell people to encourage them, just like you said, feel the feelings. If it's guilt, if it's sorry, but it's how long are we going to sit there? That's, that's, you know, the thing. Look, that I tell I, people, I tell people, look, you got 10 minutes and you got 10 minutes and get up. You got 10 minutes and then get up, get up and keep it moving. Keep it moving. Find a way. I don't care if you got to pull yourself up with the doorknob. I don't care what you got to do, but get your ass up off of that floor and call somebody, call a friend, save your life, save yourself. Look in the mirror. One of the things that is actually very troubling for me is to see what people are doing on social media and saying in the news, um, particularly about Kanye West, um, because I have some level of compassion. Do I agree with the thing? Do I agree with the things that he's saying? No, not at all. That's not what I'm saying. But what I am saying is that he has come out and stated that he's struggling with bipolar disorder. And what I have found is that people are making a mockery out of it and it perpetuates the stigma. And so I just wanted to get you to talk about that a little bit. Well, first of all, once again, if you're pointing the finger at Kanye West or anybody else, to use your words, the three fingers pointing back at you. It is our duty to have compassion for each other. Kanye West is very ill and the people around him need to be more compassionate and help him get help. Mm-hmm. Once Absolutely. again, a celebrity, celebrity does not make you... Uh, Exempt. Absolutely. We are all human. And believe it or not, we're all one, honey. We bleed red. Okay? So you might want to see Kanye West as your brother or your father or your cousin or your friend. That's how we have to look at everybody. Absolutely. And help each other. Help each other. Once again, those people out there that's the trolls that speak so negatively on the internet, leave that stuff alone. Don't even read that stuff. People are consumed and addicted to all of that. And in the end, it will do nothing for you. Get off the internet and go and live your life. Go and live your life. Go out. Do things that make you happy. Choose that every day. I've got nothing bad to say about Kanye West. Kanye West is a father and a husband. Mm-hmm. And he needs to get himself healthy so that he can raise his children and be a good father. And that's what all of us have to do. Kanye West is not special. None of us are. We're all the same. We hurt when our parents pass away. We hurt when we hear that somebody's been in a car accident. We hurt. So why hurt someone worse? Why feed into negativity? Why do that? All that really does is tell the world who you are. Whenever somebody writes a negative comment about me, which I have to say is rare, (laughs) (laughs) but but make make no mistake, I I, I get read every once in a while. But I always write them back and say, look in the mirror, sweetie. Just go and look in the mirror and ask yourself, who loves me and who do I love? That's what you need to do. See, that's what wakes us up. Love wakes us up. Love gets us up. So hold on to what feels good in life. Hold on to that. Make good choice. Kanye is no better or worse than anyone else on this planet. We're all the same. Doesn't matter what your name is. You have a heart that beats. And if you're breathing, then there's a way out. If you have consciousness, there is a way out. But only you can go deep into your soul and find that way. You have to rescue yourself. You have to save yourself. Those are your legs you're walking around on. Your feet. 
Do you sit down and massage your feet? Do you look in the mirror and love what you see? It goes back to love. I feel 25. I'm 61. I feel like I'm 25. But my knee hurts, and that knee tells me I'm 61, and that time has passed. So what am I going to do, sit down because my knee hurts? I don't think so. I'm going to take care of myself. I'm going to take care of the knee. I'm going to take care of my shoulder. I'm going to take care of my soul. Ten minutes a day, you just sit and be still and listen to what's going on inside of you. Ten minutes a day, take a journal and write down your feelings and what's going on so that you don't go out into the world and act those feelings out with rage and madness, sadness and despair. Listen to those words. They sound boring. Despair. What a boring word. Opposed to fabulous. I'm out here. (laughs) Hello, ladies and gentlemen. How are you? Yes, girl. Come on, let's go. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, I did it, but I ain't gonna do it no more. Let's go. Get out there and have fun. Breathe. Let it go. Stop being so negative. What's wrong with you? Here to judge somebody else. I love that one saying, he who is without, let him cast the first stone. Nobody Mm. better or worse than you. Live your Mm. life. Leave other people alone. Come out of that darkness. What are you doing? The sun Mm. is shining. Trees are growing. The seasons are coming in and out. Go and look into a baby's eyes. You can't think of war when you're looking into a baby's eye. The moon is coming up. Flowers are blooming. Trees are shedding their leaves and living their seasons. And who are we to think that we don't have our seasons? And my friends, winter's along, and yet that same tree will stand there with no leaves, barren in the wind and the snow, but it comes back. And that's the part we have to believe. It comes back. It comes back around. And will you just lay there on the ground and feel sorry for yourself? Will you climb that mountain? get to the top and say these words here am i send me i'll go and what does that mean miss lewis well that means i'll tell the truth the whole truth and nothing but the truth we are as sick as our secrets young lady Mm. let them go tell the world lay your burden down lay it down so you can fly and i am an example darling if you pay attention to what's in front of you and deal with that, just that, don't overwhelm yourself. Take care of everything at the same time, one step at a time. Today, I have your interview. I then have to go to the dentist. Then I'm going to the beach because I've been working and working and working. But today, I'm going to go on out to the shore where the water meets the land, where the vibrational frequency is high. And you know what I'm going to say? Thank you. Just mm-hmm. thank you. That's all. Thank you. I'm healthy. I'm happy. I'm productive. I'm loving. I'm generous. You have to say those words every day until it becomes a part of you. And then you'll walk around and you won't be afraid. Fear is what destroys us, darling. And Roosevelt said it. The only thing we have to fear is fear itself. And I say to the millennials, this election might be the most important of all time. Get your ass out and vote. This is your world now. Your ancestors fought for it. You honor them. You will honor Harriet and Mandela and Obama and Sojourner and Frederick. That's your job. You honor them. You're standing on those shoulders. Y'all had a black president. Act like it. Yes, thank you so much for just taking this time out of your day again. I know that Black is just premiered, so we have to make sure that everyone tunes in to Blackish 
Oh, we've got a great season for you guys this year. Oh, my God. We're having so much fun on the set. It's going to be a great season. So everybody and- snuggle up and watch Blackish. <laughs> wow. I am sure that you guys were moved by that interview with none other than the impeccable, amazing, and incredible Jennifer Lewis. She is just so humbled and she is just so down to earth. Like, y'all, it's, I, I'm just in awe because, like I said in the intro, I've been planning this interview since March. Like, and I only told a few people. But I'm so grateful that I had the opportunity opportunity to meet her earlier this year at the NAACP Image Awards and interview her. So, y'all, thank you so much for listening. And before we wrap up this episode, I need a huge favor. I need you to subscribe if you're not subscribed. I encourage you, y'all, please share this podcast episode on social media. Tag Jennifer Lewis. I'll be sure to leave her Instagram handle in the show notes so that you can refer to it. Her Instagram is Jennifer Lewis for real. For real is spelled the right way. So y'all don't got to worry about anything. But yes, please tag her. Please tag me. I'm at Fireflies Pod. I'll be sure to leave my Instagram handle in the show notes as well. And if you're listening on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, Please, please, please leave a review. The reviews really help people find the podcast. The more reviews uh, that the podcast gets, the more the more people rate it. It makes it easier for people when they're looking for podcasts to listen to. There are so many amazing mental health podcasts, but there are not as many mental health podcasts that are out there for people of color who are actually talking about their experiences with mental illness. Jennifer Lewis is truly a firefly. She is a huge advocate for mental health. She brings light into darkness. And y'all, it was just, it was just amazing. So I want to thank y'all for listening. Y'all know I'm always sending y'all positive vibes. May y'all have a blessed week and I'll talk to you all next week. Thank you for listening. I hope that you obtain tools and resources from the Fireflies Unite podcast to help you manage your mental health, but please do not use it as a substitute for a relationship with a licensed therapist or psychiatrist. Let's continue the conversation by following me on Fireflies Pod on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.